I'm pressing the. So we started the podcast. What, like two minutes ago? Yeah, we already started the podcast the entire time. <laughs> the the front end is always like tech support. Like this shit isn't working, motherfucker. Goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> always wanted to be part of a fucking do it cold open. <laughs> yeah, last. Yeah, it's only been your like what fifth of one or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. last time you were on, I think we we had a, a tighter show. Like we didn't spend most of our time just bullshitting with each other. So, well, in all fairness, he, he had a, a topic cause I believe that was the Hamilton throwdown. All right. Right. A couple times, right. There was like Hamilton and Pearl jam. Like, I think those, like, I want to talk about the music I like. So let me go on your podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And you started another podcast and it has nothing to do with Pearl jam. So like, what the fuck dude? <laughs> Well, not yet. Wait, wait till they drop some Pearl Jam Funko Pops. Oh my God, have they? Do they have that license? I, I, I don't think so. I bet they have the Kiss license. I bet you could get it. Oh yeah, there are Kiss Funko Pops. Uh, there are already Kiss Funko Pops. Can you get a Funko Pop Vinnie Vincent, which is Probably. a very deep, deep, deep Kiss cut? Is sure, that the other not? drummer before Peter Chris? No. Uh, Eric Carr is the other drummer. Eric Carr was the raccoon. Vinnie gotcha. Vincent was the Egyptian god with the onk on his face. Was that when the... Uh, what's his face? The guitarist was like sick or something like that? No. Uh, Ace left. So they got a new, so they got a new guitarist. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Ace left. Okay. Oh. I couldn't uh, remember his name. I was like, it's not the Star Child, because I know that's Paul Stanley. Yeah, no, it's 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 Vinnie Vincent. And I think Vinnie Vincent uh -huh. was uh, also during, I think they did a show with, I think he was without the makeup, but I think his makeup, I don't know. I saw, I saw, I've seen photos of him with that fucking onk on his face, and it's terrible. And he's terrible. And he lasted an album-ish. <laughs> Uh, next on, on next, next up on Kiss Talk. Uh, well, last week you guys were talking about Metallica, so it's just like whatever outdated rock band no one gives a shit about. In, in, all, in all fairness, we were talking about Metallica because they're fucking morons. <laughs> we yeah. Like we do Pearl Jam. On, on James' watch, uh, is James vaccinated yet? No, no. I haven't looked, and I feel pretty confident saying it. <laughs> you heard it here first, kids. Fucking do it, cast breaking news. <laughs> I it? saw a meme about James Hetfield earlier today. Actually, uh, it was him at a like a TSA checkpoint, and it said, "Haven't detected metal on this guy since 1989." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the internet. What a you gotta love it. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay um yeah, i asked to be on the podcast i like texted jamie i was like you guys were blowing too much smoke on my ass last week so i have to lies come correct and tell the truth about were we fucking lying important i'm not <laughs> did we fucking lie no it's not the fucking lying no. podcast it's the fucking do it podcast Exactly. Yeah. You know what, Jamie? Not only is he amazing, eloquent, but also humble. That's what we love about you, boss. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Actually, the real reason I'm on here is to hear more of that, like in person. 
<laughs> can and will. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna hit the intro button. YouTube. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I have a I have a controller button here, so like I I hit it, it plays the video, and then we go into the thing. I don't edit this shit anymore, like I used to. <laughs> so, um, and we found out that it 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 doesn't hear us talking over the intro, so that's good. I see. So like we'll play it, and then we'll just curse out everybody, and and Brandon doesn't know when I stop it, so he has to like time it, so he he stops cursing out like people who listen to the podcast. <laughs> And then you know, so me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they don't me hear me say motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You suck my dick like when no intro, but then as soon as the intro is over, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> the intro is super over, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, the intro is over. Yeah, no, it's out. It's over. Yeah, I think. <laughs> All right, Brandon, tell the people who we are. <clears throat> In front of God, all of our listeners. And most importantly, the man of the hour, our boss among bosses. May he ride upon my <laughs> shoulders to the top of a mountain where we may all bask in the glory that is Keith Chow. The real Chow! The head, dare I say, the beacon of light of the hard knock media podcasting network which he graces us with the ability to be part of so that we may huddle through the mud and bring you the bullshit of the internet that is the fucking do it cast and have i mentioned that we're part of the hard knock media podcasting network you know why not because i'm great i'm trash it's a lot that jamie's super good but it's mostly because of one man a great man a beautiful man. A dare I say, fucking looker. <laughs> Keith Chow. Jamie. Finally. <laughs> the real Chow exactly. has come back. <laughs> yes. To the fucking That's what I'm talking cast. about, man. Anytime I can make a motherfucker feel like Dwayne Johnson, that <laughs> is a life goal. Just take it, breathing all in. I want you to get deep in it. Mm, that is good that is good we we need to rent a theater uh so we can play intros not to not to fill fill it to capacity by any means but just to have intros and have like people walking up on stage and just have that experience because like i know keith keith's done like panels at comic-con and all that kind of shit but you've never been talked up in front of a crowd on stage (laughs) And and like oh. come out like that. So like we need we need to take we need to do a live version of of our of our podcast just so we can bring Keith on. Honestly, Jamie, we could have a whole corner section where you just have a bunch of audience members write like their first and last name, how to pronounce it, yeah, where they're from, and like three fast facts, and just let me just hit an intro <laughs> on everybody. So this way they can just kind of come up, do the big kind of like, oh yeah, oh it's good to be me. 
<laughs> like damn right it is. That would pyro be and smoke and that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean we're we're probably going to be indoors and it'll probably be at a convention center. So like even sparklers are going to be a lot. But like yeah, yeah. I might be able to pull off some like confetti poppers and maybe I'll see if I can find like one of those wackily inflatable arm flailing tube men <laughs> just kind of like blow up behind them. <laughs> Man, uh, all right, so before we get into our, our usual bullshit, Keith, uh, you just launched a new podcast uh, that, has, that has nothing to do with Pearl Jam. It sort of has something to do with Batman, um, but like, I don't, I don't know why you asked to come on here, uh, but I want you to talk about your podcast for a little bit, and then we'll get into our regular yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Got a dope theme song that... Uh... I never told you I liked apparently, <laughs> but uh, I did like it. I cut I cut my own promo on top of it uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we actually just dropped the first episode with a guy named William West, who is a fellow toy collector, a uh, former Diamond Comics employee like myself. Ooh. And uh, we talked about, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that about me. I used to work for the uh, the man the empire, <laughs> the evil empire. Is <laughs> that? Is that how you're... Yeah, do you, do you want to pick that name up since you dropped it on the ground like that? <laughs> that I used to work at for uh, Steve Jeppy? I don't know if that's really a name <laughs> drop so much as a uh, anchor around my neck <laughs> whenever I go to SPX. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is, is that the diamond guy? Like, no. Is that where your, uh, your collecting started or were you into the shit way before? I was into the shit way before. Like, I actually got my job at Diamond because I used to write for a magazine called Toy Fair back in Don't the early no 2000s. Shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I Damn. did start off my nerd career in uh, toy journalism, as it were. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. And that's why I just came full circle, because I said this on the podcast. Uh, I could finally talk about the thing I really care about. It's not diversity. It's not inclusion. <laughs> it's not social justice. Yeah, fuck all that it's shit. little six-inch plastic action figure. Yeah. That's all I give a shit. Plastic justice warrior in the house. <laughs> like literally if you can see behind me yeah like, yeah do you have a but plastic justice figures. do you have a favorite line of toys right now it's gi joe classified it's the uh the six inch kind of a uh, reboot of the uh classic gi joe figures uh it's my favorite line but it's also like the line that i hate the most because it's hard as shit to find <laughs> they're not in stores like you you go to target it's and Walmart, which are the only places to buy toys nowadays in person. And they have pegs for them, but just empty pegs, like as far as the eye can see. Do they and, do um, they have that opposite thumb, like the, 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 the reversed thumb that they used to put on them so that like they could tell when people copied their designs? Oh, no, I don't even know about what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So like when, ha when Hasbro was, was making these things, they put the thumb on backwards so that they could... So that like they could tell when people were bootlegging their shit. I had no idea about that. Yeah. All I remember about the old three and three quarter ones were the, the little O rings inside the crotch, Woo! which kept their legs uh, wobbly. But then because they were made out of rubber, they would eventually like degrade, and then your figures would never stand up again. Uh, but yeah, so the classified line are, are the six inch versions of those. But but like I said, they're they're hard as shit to find. And then Target has a bunch of exclusives, which are even harder to find. And then, like, you have to buy them, like, $200 a pop on oh. eBay if you want it. Yeah, oh. one of the debates we get into on uh, on the podcast, this first episode of the podcast, which you can... I'm sure Jamie will drop a link in the description below. Yeah. But, 
<laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> well, the the debate we get into is, and I don't know if this is jargon you guys are familiar with, but we talk about what is the mo- what is the more morally superior thing to do, figure swap or scalp figures. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, scalping, I think you, you understand. Like you buy a figure that's really hard to find and then you jack up the price on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure swapping is you buy a figure that you want, you take out the figure you like, and then you put something else inside the package and return it to Walmart. Oh. Or if not the figure itself, like the accessory or the build-a-figure part that you want. <laughs> and so we were we were trying to argue which is the actually more morally superior thing what to do. Figure swap or figure scout. <laughs> both both are terrible things to do, by the way. But I think I believe one is more uh, righteous than the other. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm I don't want to give it away. Like, I, 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 I have and tune into the podcast, <laughs> Shelf Conscious, if you want to yeah. know the answer. Right. <laughs> but I'm curious. I mean, you guys aren't really collectors. I mean, I think you're kind of sort of collectors. But if you were if you were faced with that quandary, <laughs> if someone put a gun to your head and said, you're either going to scalp this figure or you're going to swap this figure, what would you do? <laughs> I mean, that's a that's actually a shitty choice because it's like you put a gun to my head. <laughs> I would do the thing that makes me money. What am I talking about? But no, but like, right, but but hang on a second. God damn it! Now you're yeah, okay. Fine. <laughs> now we so, have to get into it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, of course you scalp it because at least you make money, and the other person gets everything they fucking ask. They get for. the whole thing. What sort of dick move are you doing to other collectors where you end up pulling one piece, and then they feel like they got the thing, and then they go to open it if they decide to do so, which might even be fucking worse for people who like to keep things in package, because also, you're breaking the sacrilege of the package, because you're doing some sort of fucking backdoor, are you like steam opening packages and stuff like that, and reapplying <laughs> adhesive and all sorts of bullshit like oh, that? Oh, man. Like, I assume you turn into fucking, like, full-on Mission Impossible to get wait, these are things you, are open. You, wait, are you claiming I do this? I'm not saying I do this, I'm just saying... No, I'm, I'm asking how one goes about doing this, because I get the idea that a Walmart employee doesn't give a fuck about you returning back an open toy yeah and then them taping it and then with that big packing tape gun and then putting that bitch right back on the shelf and watching you a collector have your you you see it from the aisle and in a sea of empty pegs, there it is. And you're like, shit. And then you go over and then you grab it and then you look at it a second and you're like, mother <laughs> motherfucker. And then you realize this motherfucker has taken your joy. Oh because my God. now you're forced with a real life quandary. Do I buy the toy at retail and then go try and find someone else who's selling that secondary part aftermarket? Or do I live with an incomplete piece? And I imagine if you're a collector, that shit would eat at your soul. Yeah. No, you you go the scalping way because that's bullshit. That's so fucking bullshit. That's like buying like, a gunpla kit, taking out the beam saber, putting it back together, and then re- that's some bullshit. No, 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 no. So what we landed on on the podcast is that it's actually, we. I think we both felt that uh, figure swapping was more of an art form because... <laughs> We've seen some fucked up shit in the stores. It's like there are some swaps where you grab the figure and you go, huh, interesting that you got away with this, sir. Touche. 
Uh, Have you at least gotten some some fun ones by response to that? Of like, you pick the thing up, and you're like a special edition Ronald Reagan. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's fucking close. Yeah. So I mean, because my my thing is, I think I think as collectors, scalpers are the are worse because they are the ones who are because if you at least you get like three quarters of the thing you wanted, right? With scalpers, you don't get shit unless you give them like three hundred dollars. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I feel like that to me is more uh a dick move than than you know again walking down the aisle seeing someone has swapped a figure and again it's it sucks but i go eh, who are you hurting other than like I su- walmart or hasbro i suppose you know? it depends on the the price you. of the swap because like if if you're swapping like a, a, a little G.I. Joe and you get a Spider-Man instead of a Snake Eyes, but you get a Spider-Man with like a, a visor <laughs> painted on, I mean, I will buy that from the store and be like, it's a special edition. But like if someone's swapping Hot Toys. Well, that, that's not happening. That's bullshit. Like if you. Mm. There are certain things you can't swap. You know, and, and that's a. Uh, I think sometimes the toy manufacturers know that figure swapping goes on because like. <clears throat> Hasbro, for example, like Marvel Legends, the Black Series, and all of those, like they come in like the easiest fucking packages to open. Like <laughs> Black Series packaging, you don't even, to, to your point, Brandon, you don't even need to cut the tape. You can literally pull the plastic from the outside. <laughs> like you could do that shit and in the just store. Clamp opens and, yeah. I've, I've seen. I mean, Walmart, yeah. you're right. They don't give a shit because I've been in Walmarts where like <laughs> the fucking packages aren't even swapped. They're empty. <laughs> they're just still sitting there <laughs> well, on the bags. That's but that's my thought process is like at that point, fuck it, just shoplift. It's shoplifting, right? Like, yeah. Figure swapping is shoplifting. Well, no, 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 no. Figure swapping is candy ass shoplifting <laughs> because <laughs> buying it and then bringing it back and hoping you get past the return people. Fucking have the nards to crack that fucking shell open in there. Look back at the camera, be like, hey, fuck you, buddy. And then close that bitch back up and then stuff it right in your fanny pack. Like, don't even hesitate about it. Eyeball the security guy on the way out. He's hourly. He don't give a fuck. He gets paid regardless. Right. No, exactly. Right. You're right. Candy ass shoplifting is is the other. Candy ass shoplifting. If you're really (laughs) a serious figure swapper. Like, because I used to do loss prevention forever ago when I worked at Kmart. And oh, this I is why this gets your coat, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, because you know who the same people are who look for, like, when I hear people go like, fuck, I need these toys, I have to do this shit. All I think of are the awful Hot Wheels people. And I know oh. the Hot Wheels people are a subgenre of subhuman <laughs> that steal cars from children. Jamie, I've lined up people on a Saturday morning to crack open the new cases <laughs> and literally had people trying to button line in front of actual children. Oh my God. Who just want the toy. For little fucking cars? Jesus. Yeah, oh, dude. The the market for that is ridiculous. Yeah, Hot Wheels collect, and they're all for some reason seventy five years old. I don't understand why Hot Wheels collectors are all like elderly men. Because because they were terminally sad people in their forties <laughs> oh. when they started getting popular, and they just happened to be seventy now. But do you know to to the point you guys were talking about? I think a couple episodes back. Again, clearly I'm the only motherfucker. Yeah, because I don't even remember what you're about to bring up. <laughs> I'm like deep cut. At, uh, at hour one fifty seven, uh, you talked about Pokemon. Like you and your daughter oh, getting into Pokemon yeah, yeah. cards, right? Yeah. 
like target market is gone. are not selling Pokemon cards anymore. Yeah, that market like, is trading fucked. cards are are crazy. Like to to Brandon's point, there are like dudes going in to Targets and WalMarts and like again just wiping out the entire stock of trading cards. Because I guess yeah. in the pandemic, trading cards became valuable again. Because like I used to fucking collect basketball cards and football cards back in the day and. I have I have boxes of them right now that I could probably move for for quite a bit of money. I'm Unload sure. that shit, man! <laughs> you got to upgrade I'm, our I'm, studio. Honest, I'm surprised there's even a market. What's that? I said I'm surprised there's even a market because, to my understanding, like the bottom fell out of baseball cards. Right. Well, it had, and then and during the pandemic, for whatever reason, you know, people were. I mean, Pokemon cards in particular, right? Pokemon cards are crazy expensive, right? Right. Now. Like there was a story about how like there's a like a, was a CGC or something that who grades the mintness of your card? Are they are grading cards now? Yeah, they're overwhelmed by uh, just the volume of people sending in their Pokemon cards Jesus. to get to get graded. So no, it's just yeah, everything everything sucks. But I, 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 as a collector who wants to buy shit and not have to pay scalper prices for them, I hate scalpers more than I hate figure swappers. Because you know, I think the other kind of joy I get from seeing a figure has been swapped. Is that at least I know? Oh, that was available. <laughs> the, the, the shit I, I can only buy on eBay. I've never even seen it in the wild. That's you know really what I mean? Funny. Like never once have I seen a beachhead GI Joe figure in the wild. <laughs> oh my god! And if I saw one that was missing a part, you know, I would still like buy that shit just because it's. So, I could probably still make like 150 bucks on it because yeah. <laughs> here's three quarters okay. of each head that no one can find. <laughs> if so I do both. So I figure swap and then scalp it. <laughs> <I'm terrible. laughs> okay. Double, Double down. So let me ask you a question. If you find yourself, let's say, in a return line at a Target and the person in front of you is returning a figure and you can see the second the Target employee flips it around in your direction, it's missing something, do you say anything? Or do you just like, do you take a photo of this person to know what they look like? Do you spread them or like, do you dox this person? Like, how does this work? How's it work in the community? Snitches get stitches, baby. <laughs> Please. I, look, happened. I'm not trying to play cast anybody. Like, you're probably one of the few dudes who'd throw down who collect toys, but I've been to many a con. I feel real confident calling somebody out in a target line that I'm not going to get fucking just. <laughs> forearm shivered for calling somebody i'd be like hey by the way not for nothing that that green lantern he's missing that extra l uh, leg that builds the ridiculous figure or whatever it is <laughs> you should probably say something about that oh yeah just watch it dude stare back at you like what what are you gonna do what are you gonna do take your figure and go home <laughs> <laughs> oh man. sorry i've inconvenienced you <laughs> Are there yeah. are there any toy lines like indie toy lines that you wish more people knew about? Indie toy. Oh man, now I'm now I'm sound like a like a fucking you know Chad because I collect are like the uh, I don't collect independent toy lines, man. Like <laughs> other than your like puppy cow, I have your puppy cows. <laughs> Yay! It's not really a line. It was just <laughs> one and done. I, I don't. I don't usually slum it with the indie toys, except for yours, Jamie. <laughs> ten out of ten. Huh? Yeah. Now I will say there is um there is a line called I think it's called Amazing Heroes. Yeah, Amazing Heroes. I have one down here at the bottom. I don't know if you can see. It was um like all of the Golden Age, 
like superhero characters. And I, the only one I have is the um, Green Turtle, which Gene Yang kind of oh, yeah. retconned to be an Asian American superhero character. I'm yeah. gonna, let me grab it. Hold on. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that book coming out. Like they this, had, guy, this is a Kickstarter figure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's cool. And so like anything that was, um, you know, I guess in, uh, in the public domain that they had, didn't have to get a license for. Although I don't think Madman's in the public domain. I don't know how they were able to get that license. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. All red was just like, also, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. And I have a, I can't get, it's in the, actually in the case, but I have a Larry Hama Kickstarter figure. Oh, cool. As well, um, yes, I mean, there are actually a bunch of lines that aren't just licenses. There's a, a line called Mythic Legions, which is pretty cool, which I don't collect, but I think it's cool. They're, they're, they're kind of like, um, I don't know, off-brand He-Man figures. Like, you can tell their yes. takes on, like, Beast Man or Hordak or whatever, but they're not quite. So yes. <laughs> they're just off just enough that yes. you can kind of appreciate them. Like uh, the and, um, Suck Lord stuff where he takes resins and just kit bashes some bullshit together. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Nice. And there was another line. Oh, shit, I don't remember what they're called off the top of my head. They they, they did like a line of six-inch uh, ninja figures. Uh, what are they called? Hold on. Uh, articulated icons. They're, mm. They are cool. Mm. Uh, for the longest time, they were like they had this white ninja that was basically Storm Shadow. Why God it was be the white. closest you could get to like a... No, like white clad ninja. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looked like Storm Shadow. <laughs> and you could get like a special bonus pack that gave him bare arms so he would look even more like Storm Shadow. And if you bought like a little decal off eBay, you could stick a little Cobra logo on it. That was before they actually made a uh, six-inch G.I. Joe line. So, yeah, I like the uh, off-brand ones that are kind of like, you know, not quite bootleg to your point uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> figures. But yeah. but still in their own in their own way, like really cool, um, really cool things. So, yeah, Mythic Legion's Articulated Icons are, are two cool lines. That sounds pretty rad. What what is your What is your Cadillac? Like, what is your... What is the the highest end toy that like if you had that on your shelf you would be like you you would just throw all the other oh, toys off the shelf end. and like put that there? I have some high end shit. Let me let me get out of the way a little bit. Like um, that's a Michael Keaton hot toy on the top. So is hot toy right like the, the 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 Cadillac of well, of your? Yeah, yeah. Anytime you pay three hundred dollars for a toy or an action figure. <laughs> And it's an it's, it's, not it's an action figure. It's not a toy. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, whatever. Uh, and there's a glare, but there's a also a Mandalorian hot toy that's Ooh. behind that glare on the second shelf right there. Nice. So yeah, those are my Cadillacs. I actually I I I tried for the longest time to uh, avoid the hot toys uh, rabbit hole because again, that's so good. They who wants so to drop good. like two fifty three fifty on toys right uh because the batman i never i never paid for it that was my uncle gave it to me oh nice hong kong and i got to visit like the hot toys headquarters Ooh. in hong kong a, a couple years ago which was <sighs> amazing the iron was, man that they make I think we, didn't we talk about this in a in a previous episode i thought like with me <laughs> yeah 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 we talked yeah. about it yeah <laughs> well i i didn't know um, if there was like something above hot toys you know, I mean, I think Hot Toys is the cream of the crop when it comes to like, oh well, you know what? There was a they just revealed a couple weeks ago a uh, like I think a 16 inch self transforming Optimus Prime, like, and it's like fourteen hundred dollars or some shit. Oh, damn! <laughs> like, who is this for? Does who's dropping 
fourteen hundred. Does does that. he automatically open his chest with the matrix, or do you have? to I don't know. If he's out? got the matrix, but he definitely he definitely like transforms himself, and it makes the you know uh, the the transforming noise that you talk about in the song, and uh, and he talks with Peter Cullen's voice. Nice. So I mean, it's a dope toy, but um, let that shit drop down to like a hundred bucks, and then maybe I'll. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't dropping a hundred bucks. You'll find one on eBay for a hundred bucks. It's some kid 3D printed that shit and put like an <laughs> Arduino and like, you know, transformed it himself and shit. <laughs> yeah, but I fell down the uh, Hot Toys uh, rabbit hole last year. You know, this was like at the very beginning of the pandemic and Sideshow was doing like a, if you buy buy one get fifteen dollars off the second one and i was like huh Ooh, fifteen dollars all i gotta do is spend 575 it's a deal <laughs> so i got mando and then one the, the other one that's coming in a few months is uh harley quinn from birds of prey with the uh caution tape oh yeah outfit. that's awesome and she comes with an egg sandwich that's the reason i bought her so she, i wanted a six scale that's worth 300 bucks sandwich like i think so. for real that one's worth 300 bucks uh and i, I got a little grogu out of it yay <laughs> so did, did did they ever make a cara dune hot toy did they ever i think they canceled <laughs> you know cancel culture out of control they canceled the cara dune although full disclosure i don't if you saw my mandalorian shelf in the back there is a little character. <laughs> don't let anyone don't let anyone know about that. Hope no one's listening to yeah. this podcast. But I do own. Well, it if it's anything like the other episodes, no one is. <laughs> but you know, full disclosure, I bought her at the time when everyone thought it was cool to have Gina Carano on uh, on the Mandalorian, and then the folks who are now like her biggest backers hated the fact that she was on. Uh, yeah, show, it's uh, a weird. Ago, which is ironic. It's a weird turn. It's a weird flippy floppity. <laughs> it's uh, everything's awful. But yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Let's. Brandon, what have you been geeking on since last we we talked to each other? Uh. What have I been geeking on? Really, a whole lot of nothing. I've just been working like a maniac. I, oh, you know what? Oh, you know what I'm geeking out on. Getting a vaccine and being able to see friends in person. Yeah. I hugged people yeah. like voluntarily yeah. and no one was upset about it. And then I got to embarrass a one Dan Malahome by singing happy birthday. Maybe the loudest I ever have. <laughs> and it was a hell of a lot of fun. And then got yeah. a chance to hang out with a bunch of other rad people on Sunday. Yeah. So I had a full weekend of hanging out with friends nice. and celebrating relationships and friendships. And it was fucking delightful mm -hmm. yeah. and, and you got to watch bouldering world cup finals <laughs> yes <laughs> you're like what the yes, fuck I am i did. watching <laughs> uh you know what i'm i'm super as someone who has literally been asked to calm down for watching curling in a buffalo wild wings i can appreciate the idea of a bunch of us getting together and watching <laughs> bouldering like yeah at least there's some real action going on with yours i was shouting <laughs> at a screen because a canadian was pushing a broom with accuracy <laughs> and i was mad hold <laughs> yeah can i be a dummy and ask what is bouldering Ooh, well 
it is a it's a it's a climbing thing. Instead of climbing with a rope, you climb without a rope, and you go maybe ten, thirteen feet. I thought it's like twenty feet. Well, twenty feet if you're doing high high fall high fall bouldering, which is very dangerous. Um, but in the cave, it usually tops out at ten to thirteen feet, and there are they we call them problems in climbing because instead of just using brute force to to go up a, a thing you have to kind of solve the problem with different ways to move there's different ways to hold things there's different ways to use your feet but you go from the bottom to the top and and that's it that's that's the goal that's the goal it's very easy to figure out who's good at it and who isn't did you make it up yay did you make it up no well then you fucking suck and so that's that's bouldering um and it's going to be part of the olympics if they're still having them um there's going to be climbing for the first time in the olympics and it's three disciplines bouldering which is climbing without a rope sport climbing which is climbing with a rope and clipping in as you go along and those routes go from like 50 70 100 feet sometimes um and then speed climbing which is a wall with the same holds on both sides and you just go up as fast as you fucking can and i think like it's it's the same route so everyone can practice it and i think like the the world record is something stupid like six seconds or some shit like that but they go like 50 feet in six seconds it's just it's like the last course on american ninja warrior when you have to just yeah zoom up a wall right except their holds in the ninja warrior it's just stemming (laughs) up that fucking chimney and it's just wow (laughs) um yeah good luck with the olympics though i don't think that's happening yeah yeah i mean japan is, is 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 uh stubborn determined yeah and I, I i almost feel like they're going to hold it even if no other countries show up just so they can be like look at all the gold medals we won in 2020 <laughs> Bling! you know we're showing up <laughs> yeah there ain't no way we're not showing up 100 <laughs> percent, we're showing up you kidding me yeah the chance to show up with no one else there <laughs> and spank a bunch of other people fuck that that's great <laughs> Oh no, we won't have to compete against England, who usually comes ninth. Whatever are we gonna do? Yeah. Um, bol- yeah. Uh, bouldering is interesting to watch. It's much more interesting than sport climbing, because sport climbing, you kind of ha- like you're watching a person clip in and go up, and unless you're familiar with how difficult some of the moves are, it's it's hard to tell. Speed climbing is is just a race, so that's kind of that's always fun. But of of the three disciplines, I feel like if you're gonna show somebody new who who doesn't know anything about climbing, I feel like a bouldering competition is the most interesting thing you're gonna get because you got like little kids jumping from one end of the thing to another end of the thing. You got people like folding their bodies in half and like going upside down and sticking their legs into shit and like holding on to things with just their pinky and stuff. So that I. This could be the climate. And that's podcast. what you were doing this weekend? That's what we were watching. We were watching. Oh, you're watching it. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh we'll yeah, make this is what Dan wanted to do for his birthday. <laughs> yeah. Uh we'll make Keith go last uh in the geeking out segment. I I have been watching car building shows on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah there. So this this one this one hooked me. It's called 
car masters from rust to riches and the premise is <laughs> oh god they they oh, so bad it's terrible they trade up to get to we're trading up to get a six-figure car so they start with a beater and they put in this money to get like a twenty thousand dollar car then they trade that up to like a forty to fifty thousand dollar car and they take that car and they turn that into like another car and trade that up into a car that they will eventually be able to sell for six figures (laughs) it's basically the premise is the cat that ate the rat that ate the that ate the that ate the yeah but done in vegas yeah reserves yeah and um with a series of bad choices and with a very and this is the trope that happens because i am very much in this genre of car shows that <laughs> if we don't sell this ride we're gonna lose the shop we're gonna lose the shop <laughs> We're going to lose the shop. So you've if seen we this. don't sell this car in 10 days, <laughs> we're going to lose the shop. So you've seen this show that I'm talking about. Jamie, there's <laughs> like nine shows that are like this. <laughs> like, I will give you my Motor Trend Pass so that you can watch good car building shows then make fun of these shows. We're literally, they're, they're stuck on the side of the highway, broken down because they decided to repair an old piece of shit and drive it out of a junkyard. Yeah, yeah. Just for fun to road trip it. <laughs> and they're like on the side of the highway and the thing's overheated for like the ninth time. They're like, David, if we don't get this car running, we're going to lose the shop. And he's like, <laughs> well, it's a good thing that we don't have a shop because this <laughs> thing's kind of screwed. So I guess we'll just walk then. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I don't know why I like this stuff because I don't I don't know shit about cars. Because you like Forged in Fire. Ah, I do love Forged in Fire. It's exactly the same thing. It's it is this premise of bow drama and people doing some sort of mechanical work, and you don't have to watch it very seriously. Yeah, you can work and then peer up to it and go, that's ah, kind of neat, and then go back to what you're doing, and all of a sudden there'll be some shouting between two people. You'd be like, oh, that guy's an asshole, and then right back to what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Me, me and Hazel watch Forged in Fire every weekend. Like when, when we sit down and we eat lunch and we watch people make knives. I, I, I genuinely <laughs> want to give you my my Motor Trend login just so that you can watch old episodes of Orange County Choppers. Oh, I love that just show. So way I used to love that show. <laughs> right. It's I think they need to bring back Pimp My Ride. Oh my god! What's Exhibit doing nowadays? He's not doing anything. Nothing, but have you ever seen any of that sort of thing like happen? Like in person? No, like the the post of all of that stuff. Oh, and, afterwards. Like, all the stories about no about the cars and oh yeah, so like the whole thing obviously was like very staged. Yeah, but like th- most of the cars were unusable, <laughs> and then they basically just hand you the keys and shuffle you out the door. <laughs> so like, so you're uh, telling me a Humvee the- with a ninety gallon aquarium? Isn't street legal? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I'm telling you that MTV didn't just do this as a fun thing and then hand somebody the keys to a slightly used Chevy Cavalier and give them a proper vehicle and send them on their way. What I'm saying is, is they did all this work. And then instead of taking the stuff back out and then just junking the old car and handing them a new, they handed them the keys and then told them to leave and made them sign liability waivers that if anything else broke on the vehicle that they worked on, they couldn't be held liable or get sued. <laughs> MTV, man. Uh, yeah. Like, 
And I, I found this out, a lot of this, because one of the car shows that I watch on YouTube, the guy literally bought one of the old Pimp My Ride vans oh, man. as a joke for one of the other buddies, and they tried to get the thing running enough. <laughs> like, this is the one that had, like, the full... Uh, I think it was like the full dance club lounge with like the chandelier up top and oh, everything. Oh, nice. And like literally the guy bought the thing and then spent like, I think he spent like an additional three or $4,000 in just wiring <laughs> to get like the TV on the floor to work again and all sorts of shit like that. You know what I would watch? HBO Max needs to do this. I'm going to give you a free idea, HBO Max. You need to do a show called Bat My Ride where people just bring in whatever cars they have and, and you just turn it into a Batmobile. I would watch that. <laughs> You and come in with the, you come in with a Mini Cooper, yeah, or a Humvee or whatever the fuck you drive a Honda Accord doesn't matter. And it's got to be different eras of Batmobile too. And it's got to be Batmobiles from the comics, Batmobiles from the shows, concept art Batmobiles, all that shit. There you go. I think you could also even play with the other vehicles, like the old Joker panel van or the oh, yeah. truck from uh, from like Batman and Robin and stuff like that, and like really play with some of the. Ra- it's like Schumacher's films had badass vehicles in them. Do you, do you, you mentioned Hot Wheels earlier today. Do you remember? Like, I don't know if you remember this. When, when I was a kid, there was a little like Superman car, like a little Matchbox Hot yeah. Wheels car that had little fists. Yeah. On the front. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> I want a Superman yes. car. I want a Superman Supermobile with the fists in the front. That's what I want. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Off to so eBay. Literally suit my ride. <laughs> yeah, uh, suit my ride. Keith, uh, besides launching more fucking projects, what have you been geeking on? <laughs> uh, well, there is a show on Netflix that we just finished watching called Shadow and Bone. Ah, yeah. And I'm... I'm not usually, like, huge on, like, YA fantasy shows, right? Like, Hunger Games and whatnot. This is based on a YA fantasy. But what's really cool about this show is that of all the leads, like there's like eight leads and six of them are people of color. Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's a lot of The main of fun. lead is an Asian woman. Uh, her love interest is a half Asian man. Uh, there's another like South Asian woman and, and, and then one of the side cast. And it's really fucking good. And what's cool is that the character in the books wasn't Asian at all. Yeah. Um, but, but it isn't just a palette swap where they just, okay, we're just going to make her Asian and then not address it at all so they really kind of like redid the story to to fit and it's a it's a good show we we just finished watching all i think eight episodes of it like in one weekend yeah and uh it's I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it it's it's one of the, it's like you know you were talking about this last week asian americans or this is a british show but like asian people are having a moment in hollywood and on the pop charts like the fucking linda lindas i'm geeking out about the linda lindas uh, <laughs> i love I them. if you saw it there are these like twelve-year-old girls who who went viral with a a song called "Racist Sexist Boy," and Racist they're like they're a legit Sexist punk band. Boy. They're like they're like doing they're doing punk. They're not just doing like you know three eleven bullshit. They're they got like signed. Actual, they got signed. And they got signed by Epitaph. Yeah, they got signed by Epitaph Records. Uh, their dad, one of one of the lead singer, her dad is Martin Wong, who was the co-founder of Giant Robot. Oh fuck, so, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, Eloise Wong. She's the the lead singer on the bass. That's fucking. Her awesome. dad is Martin Wong, and I've wow. actually I've heard I've seen them on Facebook for like years. You know, like he would post, uh, like here's my daughter's band, her little <laughs> punk band. That's so dope. And and to see them blow up is is really is really awesome because I think and I've always wanted to ask Martin this. I'm pretty sure they're named. I don't know how familiar you are with Japanese punk. I'm, there was a band in the 80s called the Blue Hearts. Yeah, and there was a movie. And I'm pretty sure. 
There was a movie, uh, a coming of age movie in Japan called Linda, 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 about high school girls performing at their senior, their senior year, um, like talent show. And they, they sing Linda, Linda from the Blue Notes, but they call themselves Paranmam, which is Korean for Blue Note because their lead singer, the lead singer. is Korean. Blue Heart. Blue Heart. Blue Heart. Um, and she's Korean. She, she's, she starred in uh, The Host. She was like one of the leads yeah, in The Host. Sense8. She's uh, Duna Bay was the, uh, the Korean uh, girl in that movie. Yeah, so I'm pretty like 99.9% sure because it's, it's a teenage, little teenage girls playing punk music. They're either named after the movie, yeah. which is named after the song yeah. from the 80s with my wife loves. So yeah, I'm, I, it's just it's just wild that so uh, Asian Americans are kind of like ending uh, API Heritage Month with like dominating the pop charts with the uh, with the the Linda Lindas yeah. and getting signed to Epitaph. That's what's fucking cool. Like, yeah, yeah. I wish I got signed to Epitaph when I was thirteen years old. You know? <laughs> were Were you in a rad punk band, Keith? I was in a well. No. I was in an emo band when I was in high school. He's one of the Hanson brothers, James. <laughs> you, you didn't recognize me without the haircut. No, we play. I was a drummer. You were a drummer. I played the drums. Keith. I played the drums. Keith. If you are a drummer, you will always be employed in a band. Well, every no, band not needs this drum. Not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I, you know, I think you said that on the pod once upon a time, and I was like, nope, not me. I was mowing the lawn. Gun. I remember those days. Yeah, man. but you're not playing doesn't... anymore. That's why. <laughs> well, that's true. I stopped. You stopped. You stopped. The bands didn't stop calling. You stopped. <laughs> <laughs> every band, every band in every music sheet, every like every call window or, or board, it's always needed drummer, needed drummer, needed drummer. Do you play guitar? Get the fuck out. Needed drummer. Do you play bass? Who cares? Our guitar player plays plays bass. Drummer, 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 DJ, drummer, 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 drummer. You know what drummer. it is? Because no one gives a shit about the drummer. Look at like. Pearl Jam was like Spinal Tap in real life, right? Like they went through literally seven drummers. <laughs> like, yeah, I was gonna say, are you sure? Just this isn't Spinal Tap, just putting up multiple banners and just not bothering to take the old one down. It's just one band just constantly looking for a new drummer. Look, all I know, everyone you know plays guitar. Everyone can play guitar. A guitarist can play bass, but a guitarist and a bassist may not be able to play drums. Johnny Shryock can play everything because he's a fucking monster, but that's yeah. Johnny. That's Johnny. <laughs> Not everyone is Johnny. You, you could yeah, be. I, in a- I, 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 you know, I sometimes I do wish like, I wish I was in high. Well, I don't wish I was in high school now because it would really suck to be high in school, high school is now. Awful. But fuck. When I was in high school, and we were like, we were we were making demos on four tracks. Yeah. Right. Like, Hell yeah. That that was hard as shit to do. <laughs> now kids are like plug in, in right into their iPhone and that, they have like, they, they can put their shit on Apple music and Spotify. Like, like tomorrow where we were like shopping around demos, to all like the local clubs. Yeah. Trying to get, trying to get a show, trying to get a tape. What, and, uh, whatever you're, whatever uh, you're filming on, you can record a demo on that. You can upload it to uh, distro kid. You can get it on Apple music and Spotify and every music service, like fucking prime music. My shit is all over the place, and I don't know what I'm doing. You could do that, Keith. You could. It's never too late to play music. I'm just saying, it's so easy. Like I like we booked. I was like 19 years old. We booked studio time in a studio in Richmond, Virginia, and like we we pay like 500 bucks total, right? Oh. And we got like four hours, and it was like, and then there was shit like the the the, the tape that we got. Like, it was a tape too. Like we didn't even make a CD. We made a tape. 
and uh, it was. And then we had a four track recorder that we used in our buddy's garage to make to make our uh, demo tapes. It was like it was hard, man, doing shit without the internet back in the day. Shit, man. No, you should do it. You should just do it now. <laughs> the hard knock uh, life should have a have its own band. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Brandon plays I'll drums. Play drums. You can play drums. We'll have a two drum band. <laughs> Be like yeah. Genesis. <laughs> worst worst case, man. I'll I'll sit out and play something else. I got the kit here, and I got the fancy kit that'll upload right to fucking Spotify and all the other bullshit. Oh, do you have like an electric drum set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's I got want. full integration. I'm trying to convince my yeah, wife yeah. to let me get an electric drum set. It's like, it's quiet. I'm not making noise. Yeah, you yeah. can play at night. Fuck it. Yeah. Hey, just put your headphones on. It'd be easy. Well, you live you live in Towson, yeah. right, Brandon? I might just I'm, I'm like down the street. I might just come over, over. and rock. Just come, over. just come over. I'm fully I'll, vaxxed. I'll you give know you a key. Yeah, dude, I'll give you a key. Just the the fiance's here all day. She works from home now. Just shoot her a little text. You'd be like, hey, by the way, you hear some tapping in the basement. I'm just stopping by. I'll be sure to give the dog a biscuit. And just you're good. Just come on in. High five the Seuss. Give him a bone. He'll roll out back on a couch. Come on down to the office. Tap away, man. Rock and roll. Oh, but speaking of which, I, I I never got a chance to say this to you in person, but I think you you and your fiance and I are now linked. In, in forever because you proposed in Luray, Virginia, which is where I was born. I am I of the soil I know. of Luray, yeah. Virginia. <laughs> you, went, you were talking about the Minslin on this fucking podcast, and I'm like, the Minslin yeah. talks about the Minslin <laughs> on a podcast. I grew right up there. I, literally I was like the last baby born in Luray. After 1977, <laughs> they stopped, they got rid of their like pediatric that, ward. That's it. Right, they broke the mold. No, I literally broke the mold. Nice. Like, there are no other. Is there... So, is the restaurant still there? Because I couldn't remember the name of it, and I thought, it... okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, right. I feel there. less bad. I was like, I was driving home, and I was like, shit, I forgot to text him and ask. And then I was like, ah, it, it's not like it's terribly far away. Like, I, yeah, I can easily go back. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, my 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 family's restaurant's long gone, but. uh but no, I'm that. That's I am of that soil. So you 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 got down on one knee. The soil. That's the soil I'm from. So hell yeah, and honestly, I'd go back just for the garlic knots. Fuck the memories <laughs> or anything else. The hiking's great and all. Those garlic knots are life changing, kids. <laughs> life changing. That's that's the, the name of the That's band. where like proms used to be. I don't know if they still have proms there at the Memphis, but that's where like that's. Where uh, the I think so. Yeah, I mean, they, they they talked about it a bit, but, like, they were very good about kind of keeping everything separated or whatever it is. Like, we did everything online, and they, they literally, like, sent us, like, texted us a code to be able to get in through the door, and everything was touchless and very kind and fairly priced, and, like, I have zero complaints. <laughs> a great getaway. <laughs> Garlic Knots. Hooray, hooray for Lou Ray. <laughs> Garlic Knots at That's the Mims right. Land. That's the name of the band. <laughs> no, um, I think I think it's uh, Il Vesuvio. I think was the uh, was the place, but it's basically directly across from the Mimsland. But yeah, so you go ahead, get yourself married there, and then just walk down the hill and go get yourself some knots. Get them knots. Wait, yeah, oh, so is there a restaurant? Dance. There's a restaurant across from the Mimsland. That's a that's, that's yeah a, yeah yeah restaurant. Yes. See, when I was growing up, that was a tasty freeze. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like really? it, if you had to like, oh, yeah, because it looks like it used to be a Dairy Queen. Yeah, it was a tasty. When I was a kid, that place was called Tasty Freeze. Aw. Right. And so they, that's where they turned it into. 
the a a very uh what looks like shoestring budget Italian restaurant that somehow they've got some chef back there that is performing goddamned magic. <laughs> like I, I went in the second, cause like I had it delivered the first, the first day. Cause like we were just exhausted and everything. And they I, like, I, I called them. They were like, yeah, we'll drive it up the hill. Don't worry about it. Just stay where you're at. And I was like, cool. Thanks. And then the second day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop down there because I wanted to like properly tip them as well. And like I walked in and the place was empty because pandemic and like a couple people were like randomly coming in and I would just I BS with the lady for easily like 10 minutes. I was like, hey, by the way, not for nothing. We were thinking about going other places and we said, screw it. And we ordered this twice. I won't eat another meal in this town that doesn't come from your restaurant. There, <laughs> I said it. It's so even my family had a restaurant there, it wouldn't matter because we don't sell garlic knots. <laughs> Look, don't worry. I will Look. break. I will break a rule for a family. <laughs> like I'm good with family. <laughs> well, you did say last week I owed you guys some uh, Chinese food. Yeah, <laughs> I, we've been talking about that for some time. Aren't your parents <laughs> supposed to fucking yell at me or something like that in the backyard? <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were gonna. Yeah, you were, we're gonna like forge. You're gonna forge some sort of like giant wood burning oven or something in the back, right? Or a giant. Yeah, wok. man. I, I can put I, a giant wok in the yeah. back. I would say I can get a propane burner like that sets up and one of those big fuck. Like I'll drive. I I work in Beltsville. Restaurant Depot is like right down the street. I'll yeah. easily throw a few. Get one of them proper like, walks without man. even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something where I got to stir with a paddle. I got to get into that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh fuck! We still need to do that. We need <laughs> now to Jamie do that. Now Jamie wants to come over. My Shit, we're doing that this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Everybody was, else is doing. Two years ago was my mom's seventieth. Uh, this like this week, two oh, years nice. ago, where you guys uh, yeah took photos nice. at, at the at the restaurant back back in the before times. Back in the before times, that was a good that was a good fucking time. Yeah, I know you guys did a whole podcast about it. <laughs> Yeah, what else do we got going on in our lives, man? (laughs) Shit. Also, like, how often do do we get? Because like Jamie had a new experience, I had a really new experience. How are we not going to talk about that? Delightful hospitality in an entirely new environment. Like Brandon had never been to the Chinese restaurant, like fancy meal. Like, yeah, uh, what I, is a I, banquet? banquet yeah. Chinese he's banquet. never been to a banquet. Like he's never been to Empress in China of China in San Francisco. Like that was his first thing. Yeah, the steam chicken with the head real, on top. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it, I I had to experience different things. Like, how the fuck do I know this? Because like any other like we talked about this, like any other mo when I order Chinese food, I order the stuff that I recognize off the menu. Occasionally I get a little adventurous, but like not going and branching myself out that way not without somebody else to help me yeah like somebody else has got to be like hey you should really try this thing i'll be like all right yeah cool no problem but without that no i don't know what the fuck to order restaurant sherpa <laughs> you know what that's what we need to resurrect because we talked about this way back when you need to write what jamie said a restaurant sherpa as we all come out of the pandemic you need to find yourself a friend who is also vaccinated and you need to restaurant Sherpa them to something they've never been to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You owe it to all your friends that you were texting during the pandemic. You were like, oh my God, when we see each other, we should hang out. Please don't make that a hangout at Chili's. Do better. <laughs> do, do better. Do better than Chili's. Um, all right. We got like, do, uh, Yeah. Oh, go for it. 
What do you got? Oh, we. No, what do you got? We have a top. We have a topic. I have to play the mid roll. I'm playing the mid roll. Uh, here we go. gonna be a long one i gotta get up real early tomorrow so let's try and wrap this up pretty quick this will this will be quick um so keith uh we're getting uh an asian snake eyes uh keith we're we're getting uh shang chi i feel like a lot of these things are due to you saying it loudly on the the nerds of color blog what is what is the next thing that you want to occur let's put it out there in the air Let's put it out there in the wild so that when it happens, people remember to fucking credit you. Okay, so this is why I wanted to come on because I wanted to squash this like right away. And <laughs> no, I do not no, 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 uh, we need to back up a little bit and, you know, when, when, when there's like reality shows of like rich Asians, like being dumb on uh, HBO max is when we've made a step too far. If you've seen houses of Ho on, uh, on HBO max or what is the other one? Bling, bling empire or something. Bling. Here's my problem. Why is it called bling empire and not bling dynasty? If you're going to do a show about rich Asians, you don't call it Bling Empire. I would have much more respect for you if you called it Bling what you don't, What you don't want to do, coming from the bearded white guy in the room, <laughs> is compare anything to a reality show that involved people with way too much money and the name Dynasty. The only comparison is Duck Dynasty, and you want no part of that backwoods shit. I'm just saying the the pun would have worked better. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, no argument. But I have to, someone somewhere pitched your idea, and somebody else went. Are you sure you don't w- want to move away from that? Like just in case the bling era. I could be era. Like they have the the Heisei era, the Showa era, the Reiwa era. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely uh, no. But I, I, I appreciate you uh, attributing uh, so much of the, you know, the push for Asian representation on me. I mean, I, I, I stand on the shoulders of other people, right? And, right, for uh, sure. But I, I think you're right that like five years ago there was a turning point, um, and I think the Nerds of Color was at the front. I don't know that we were leading the charge, but we definitely, you know, with the Iron Fist stuff, with you know. The other thing that happened since your podcast is Kevin Feige had a revelation. That, I saw that fucking uh, shit. One, yeah, one that you could actually film sunsets in camera and not need CGI, and like mind blown. Like <laughs> Chloe Zhao, how did you do this? It's uh, called a lens. It's called the sunset. <laughs> Fuck you. It's called time. I pointed my camera at the beach. <laughs> I'm a professional now. It's called Golden Hour, bitch. <laughs> and his second revelation was maybe we shouldn't have cast Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. Maybe, maybe you should have had some Asian and people on staff, motherfucker. Like, yeah, we said that five years ago. Um, but no, I, I there was a lot of a lot of stuff happened all at that all at that time in 2016 because that's when we got you know Ancient One and Iron Fist and <clears throat> Ghost in the Shell and like I think it just reached a turning it, it, not a turning point but a breaking point right like yeah this shit has been going on for generations yeah and it just took people to say like it's kind of fucked up right and yeah now 
we're seeing the fruits of that labor. So I don't, it's not just me. Um, so I, I would not tell Henry Golding that he needs to thank me for his job. <laughs> he has to thank John Chu because John Chu made a dope G.I. Joe movie, which you guys got wrong last week. <laughs> the Robot Suits is the first movie. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is all over the second fucking movie. Like, the whole movie is his movie. The guy who has a cup of coffee at the beginning is Channing Tatum. They killed Duke in the beginning of uh, G.I. Oh, Joe. That's that right. That's right. Was. That's yeah. right. But he's roadblocking. The second movie, and the second movie is a great movie. It is like my favorite movie. It's better than, you know, Casablanca. It's like the best movie of all time. (laughs) That's not um, fucking hard. Casablanca sucks. (laughs) Set a higher bar. Or whatever. Fast movie. Godfather. Fast and Furious 9. It's better than Fast and Furious. Um, You're calling your shot right now. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. Time out. Time out. Here on this podcast, (laughs) you're calling your shot now. That G.I. Joe 2 is better than the fast movie that we've all yet to see. Yeah. <laughs> G.I. Joe 2 is better than most movies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's better than The Dark Knight. It's better than Godfather 2. It's better I'll than put the Snyder Cut. All of those sequels, all the sequels that are better please, than the original. Please, please, I beg of you. <laughs> I want you to just fucking at every major director oh, I'm and talk Twitter. about yeah. in a thread. <laughs> And, and just get and just get after them about how GI Joe is so much better, it's better than your than movie. What they are. It's just better than at, your movie. It's better. Just than at your Chris movie. Nolan, just nonstop. Oh yeah. Should be like, hey, look, color in a background. How about that? <laughs> you can hear Empire dialogue. GI <laughs> Joe retaliation. You know what I love about GI Joe retaliation, honestly, is that they were able to take the bullshit from the first movie because the first movie has zero to do with GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Like zero, like they're in robot suits, right? Like there's no GI Joes in robot suits. There, there were, but they weren't. They were bigger. The robot suits were like <laughs> coffins with arms. They and I'm a little like pissy about that first GI Joe movie because I had a story in Secret Identities where the guy wore robot suits, but that's the whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> that looked ex- a lot like the robot suits they wore in GI Joe and GI Joe Rise of Cobra. That's all. I'm, I'm just saying. I, someone I feel like your artist should sue a motherfucker for stealing their design. Maybe. Maybe like I used to anyway, <laughs> but, but they were able to take all that bullshit like Cobra, like Joseph Gordon Levitt's Cobra commander or whatever. Oh, I forgot and, about and that. Still oh. take a, make a movie that's set in that continuity, but give us the GI Joe shit. We've always wanted. There's a water moccasin in GI Joe retaliation. They, they do silent interlude in GI Joe retaliation where there's like a 20 minute block in the middle of the movie where there's zero dialogue and it's just snake eyes and, Elodie Young climbing a mountain and killing ninjas for 20 minutes. Storm Shadow, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't care about any of that. It's got the Rizzo. And the Rizzo <laughs> is the blind master. Come on. So what more, how is that not the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> so, what you're saying, so what you're saying, Keith, is your next call to arms is to just re- re-release that movie and, and give us the proper cut of that movie in the theater. Is that release that, the chew cut? Release the chew cut. Yes. Hashtag restore the chew verse. No, actually, I don't want to restore the chew. Hear me out. But we get he, he, restore the chew verse with Asian snake. What if we have a, a redo where Riza takes on Tilda Swinton's role? I'd be down. I'd be down for that. I would be down for that. Like we just we we fix. 
all of that with just letting RZA just recast it. Yeah. And we just do RZA on a soundstage. So it yeah. just, like, like it's real janky when we the- Yes, yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we just we just redo it. Just let him just kind of ad lib most of the lines. Like he can read the script, but only forty seconds before he's ca- he's on film. <laughs> yo, yo, Benedict. Well, he just does, like, he does a line. Yeah. He just does Bobby Digital lines the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need. Yo, Benedict. Yeah. Oh, that's not his name. Fuck it, Benedict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, come bun, bong bong. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I just wanted to, to clear the uh, to clear the air, correct the record, I guess, and uh, and just so, that so it's you're not, too I afraid have... to call the next thing. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> too afraid. Like to call oh, I, we already covered. Well, here's the thing: we already covered right out of the gate that you're way too humble. I knew you wouldn't take credit for what we all know you did. So that's fine. But you won't even call your shot. What's the next thing? I mean, what do I want? I mean, I have everything I want. I have an Asian snake house. I don't like literally. You can whitewash <laughs> every role for the rest of time. Henry Golding is a snake house. That's all I need. Um, I let me I gotta think about that. Let's see, what do I want? I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. It, it could also be what uh, you another don't. Another GI Joe sequel. It, it also could be what you don't want. Like never make an Akito movie. Fucking never. Please stop. No. <laughs> it's in. It's been in development hell. Leave it in development hell for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm not big on like animation, anime, like live action versions anyway, right? Like, or any 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 animation live action is is I think that's a trend that needs to die a gruesome death, right? I think Disney's already tapped out all of their animated properties, so they don't, they don't we don't have to worry about any more Disney uh, live they, action. They haven't done Pocahontas yet, <laughs> <laughs> or Finding Nemo, or or Song of the South. That's what I will manifest—the <laughs> live-action song of the south. Live-action Finding Nemo. Also, oh, wait, wait, hang on. Song of the South also starring the RZA. <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> no! Just I wanted it to be known. Brandon Chalmers suggested. <laughs> yeah, that the RZA just reacting to the rest of that cast oh, that- he doesn't actually have a role it's just him <laughs> wandering through every scene just responding like- to shit <laughs> yeah I'm down i can do that yeah. that i'll do that yeah. i'll do what's going on over here <laughs> the fuck you know what i want to you know what i want to manifest okay if this happens then i do i do wield a mighty sword on the internet i want ryan johnson to cast kelly marie tran in knives out too that's what oh yeah I think that happened yeah give us there Rose Dugo's redemption yeah. in Knives Out to Use make her the Anna Darvis character yeah where she wins please in the end. please tweet that yeah please start adding people and get that fucking trending and make that happen yeah oh I, I'm pretty sure power. we've been <laughs> I think that's been a goal of you ours have, for some time now yeah you have the power my friend yeah you can do this she she deserves better than what JJ mm, f- mm, mm. You know, um, uh, I don't hate him like I hate Mickey Rooney, but JJ is on the list, man. Lucasfilm struck down my uh, Rose T-shirts on a T Public, so those aren't available. Oh no! (laughs) So you have a collector's item. Nice, Jamie. We may need to. (laughs) We should make them. We may need to revisit how to do that. Make them uh, underground for the next. Fucking make them anyway. Just print them and just don't say nothing. (laughs) Yeah. 
You, are are you trying to say we need to just do some iron iron transfer shit before the next con? Just like, Maybe. If we're going to do like another you, Rose Parade. Yeah, like if if I need to wear a comically large backpack for you all to sell shirts out of on the floor as we just walk around, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Kelly Marie train and knives out too. That's what I want to see happen. I if that it. happens, then I will accept. <laughs> I will stop being Jon Snow. I don't want it. Um, <laughs> I don't want it. Brothers. <laughs> oh, the Eternals trailer. That's another thing. We, we talked about Chloe Zhao. I'm geeking on that. Hmm. Seeing seeing the Eternals because like I don't know the comic at all, but that movie and I'm, I'm i was actually out on the marvel universe for a minute like even shang chi i'm not that excited i'm excited for tony lung right because he looks really he looks amazing else. in that yeah 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 yep. um but eternals i don't know that's that's pulling me back into the mcu the the one thing i will shit on about the internals thing th- those are all jack kirby that's a jack kirby design nowhere in that trailer no kirby dots there are no colors yeah. in that trailer no weird fucking armor that doesn't make sense. No, like I don't know. It should be weirder. I feel it should be weirder. That's just. I mean, Ragnarok. Way. I felt like got the Kirby esque stuff better than this did, and I was a little disappointed that DC canceled Ava DuVernay's New Gods movie because I thought that might look. You know, because she talked about how she loves Big Barda and yeah, weird and the, Kirby, the Kirby shit. The Kirby uh, third. What is it? Not third world. Is it third world? No, this- it's. Uh, Third, fourth world, fourth world, fourth world, <laughs> second um, world. But then they canceled it. So. And then doesn't matter. We need on-screen Kirby dots. I mean, they did it in Spider Verse. We just need live-action Kirby dots. I don't know what they look like, but when I see them, I'll know what they look like, and it'll be amazing. <laughs> I think Ragnarok is the closest we ever got to like Kirby on screen. Yeah. But um, so hopefully Love and Thunder looks a little more Kirby-esque. But I mean, but either way, Eternal still looks fucking gorgeous without the Kirby dots. So I'm geeking on that. Cool. Um, all right. Brandon, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. Keith, where can people yeah. find you? I am on Twitter at the real chow, the underscore real underscore chow, and follow the nerds of color at the nerds of color. Follow the new podcast, Shelf Conscious, at ShelfCon NOC on Twitter, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify and YouTube.com slash the nerds color. See, he's better at plugging his shit than we <laughs> I need notes, boss. I need notes. <laughs> the one, the one thing you haven't given me credit for in the podcast is I've been making all your fucking thumbnails for you for <laughs> yeah. like the last year and a half. Yeah, they are gorgeous. Oh, They're they amazing. Are your thumbnails, yeah. <laughs> your thumbnails are so good. <laughs> My- my Facebook feed probably fucking hates me because like I'll I'll share the one that Jamie posts. Is I'm like shit. I want to get it out in the world, and then you end up hitting us up with another one. I'm like, is it pretentious of me to want to share it again? Because I really like the, the thumbnail, thumbnail you put is in. So dope. What what? This is the life question, Jamie. Do I post it twice or do I post, post it, it twice. just the once and wait? Wait, hang on. If I post it twice, is it gonna get? tamp down for all their algorithm bullshit who knows so post it twice <laughs> fair enough <laughs> i'll i'll post it and a for bunch. whatever it's worth i i don't i don't even know when the shit goes out until you share it on facebook <laughs> and that's when uh, <laughs> don't give me a heads up when that's going out anyway so please continue posting when it goes live so i know Perfect. To make that that, that's fine. 
<laughs> oh man uh you can find me on instagram jamie noguchi uh it's cicada watch so as long as the cicadas are out i am taking photos and posting them uh twitter angry zen master uh where have you find this podcast the youtube all that kind of shit all that good stuff um all right uh keep wearing masks because uh uh you should and that's all we got